Fanzo, Coach P, Mary Beth, Sue, Sui, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday to everybody here. We got a full house today. I'm excited to see all you guys in here. Happy Wednesday, Drew. Fanzo, I, I, know, uh, I know you like to joke around about me being in ice baths while, I, uh, while I'm on spaces, but today I'm in the sauna, so uh, I'm changing it up for you. I mean, I feel like I already I'm winning now with that visual, so I appreciate that. <laughs> and he's winning with his Nakamigo. The Nakamigos are in fact pumping, and uh, Coach B, the swings are just insane. Like you and I talked about this a little bit earlier this week of like how uh, we need to we need to sell all these things so that we can kind of just get our life back and we don't have to pay attention anymore. But it's insane. It's insane how much it it swings and. I don't know, man. It's crazy. It's uh, I really feel like it's transitioning away from DGen more so into movement, but it's gonna need to kind of stabilize here a little bit because right now it's like it's way too crazy for us to pay attention twenty four seven like this. I need to stabilize from mental health too because this is crazy. Yeah, I I think I text you every day. With the uh, the volatility of the swings is uh, euphoric and also stressful at the same exact time. So. Thankfully, we're on a euphoric rise right now, so all is good in the world. It's uh, it's definitely a toll on mental health, distraction, attention, um, but it's really interesting. I think it's, uh, you know, Coach B. It's so funny because literally, like six p.m. every day, like Drew, I'm out, and then I get a I get a text in the, like seven or eight, I'm back in, and that's happened like probably at least like four or five times, but um. No, I'm, I'm really excited to see what happens with that project. But uh, ultimately, a lot of things in the space recently have just kind of given me this like big picture of what we're doing. And honestly, being on the Lazy Hat space uh, yesterday, um, you know, talking with those guys and girls and uh, a lot of them are meta athletes. And, um, you know, there's kind of like just, just just general consensus that uh, there's a lot of impact being made. And, um, and projects like this that don't probably get a lot of attention, hype, opportunities to share you know, it, it's important for us to even double down and, and push out even more, right? Because uh, we've seen such great use case. We've seen such great testimony of, of people that come into our community and, and gain mass value. And um, yeah, it's, it's really cool. It's it's interesting, Coach B, because we, and fans are like, you, you're realizing this too, like, it's not for everybody, right? Like, even like even in just our day-to-day, -day, like a lot of like, you know, nine to five workers or, or people just maybe don't prioritize the self-development uh, self-care um, just attitude to learn and grow and develop each day right and, you know, something coach B that you you constantly harp on and it's something that you do in your day-to-day -day with your athletes but uh, for us it's kind of like the culture that we've been building in meta athletes is to um, you know continue to build culture uh, foster incredible conversations for us to all learn and grow and um, it becomes a little bit obsessive it becomes like a little bit of a like almost like a hobby to uh, continue to learn, grow, develop. And whether that's from reading a book, whether it's from, you know, moving your body, whether it's uh, just continuing to network and, and build a network with, uh, you know, other great people in the space. It's uh, it's something that, you know, it's a community for us. It's it's something that, you know, we say that, you know, it's a, a byproduct of us building what we wish existed, but it's so true. Like I love spending time in here. I love, you know, hosting and, and having these conversations and, um, yeah, it's cool to see some other people hop in here for spaces today. And so I'll kind of shoot it around a little bit. Um, Mary Beth, I'll start with you. I know we're excited to see you in uh, NFT NYC. And, um, you know, it's, it's crazy how much the space changed, but, you know, you're somebody that's been really consistent with us and uh, love building a friendship with you. What's new in your world? 
Hey there. Um, so I guess what's new in my world slash a win is, you know, after like I've done a lot of reflection on, you know, what I'm focusing on, what I'm working on, what's really working, what I'd like to work on more. And so, you know, I, I wrote down and I really, I actually had to write it out like, okay, what am I good at? What do I enjoy doing? What's working? And I was taking all the facets that I'm doing, like working behind the scenes, you know, PR experience, also like, you know, speaking at different events or conferences. And I'm really focusing on doing more speaking engagements. Um, hence why I'm like another reason why I'm a huge fan of like Fanzos and like really admire him and look up to him. But I'm really, you know, mastering my craft. Like what is the messaging I'm doing? And I humbled down and I started like reaching out to people and asking, you know, for tips and advice. And, you know, for anyone that ever, you know, when like, you've always had this like, track record of doing something so awesome, whatever your career may be. Um, sometimes it takes a lot of guts, but it's also really rewarding when you actually reach out to other people like, okay, I want to get better. And I would tell people like, I'm coachable, like, tell me what to do better, tell me what to do more. So that's a big win for me. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I love hearing that. Uh, Fanzo is obviously uh, such a great mentor when it comes to uh, speaking, building brand, uh, continuing to to draft, you know, storyline and, and trying, trying to figure out how to get that story in front of as many people as possible to make impact. And so uh, I think that's really smart on your end. And um, Fanzo is also known to do a little bit of uh, in-person coaching right before people go for speaking engagement. So uh, maybe NFT NYC would be a cool opportunity for you to, to pull some more insights from him. But um, really glad you're here. Um, Mary Beth, it's crazy, right? Like, I know, like, you and I, you know, we got connected pretty early in NFTs. Um, it's just so interesting to, like, continue to build in the space and kind of see it evolve. And some things go really well. Some things, you know, kind of stayed shitty. And um, to me, it's just super interesting, like, going back to NFT NYC. Like, I don't know, a few months ago, I wasn't, like, super pumped up to to go to some of these conferences or events. Um, I skipped out on Miami this year. But, um you know, there's a lot of great people in this space right now. Yeah, Fanzo, I know. Uh, and a lot of great people in the space right now that I know are going to be in, in NYC. And uh, I am really excited. I am really pumped. And it honestly, like, came out really quickly. Like, it, it still feels like a month away, but it's only, like, a week away before uh, we start making our way up there to NYC. So, uh, Fanzo, want to say what's up with <laughs> what's up to you? Wait, it's a week I away? it is, right? It's a week away? No, it's less than Next week. week. Oh, man. See, this is – I think I would take a train because – I swear to God, I can't plan a damn thing. I can't believe it's next week. Holy crap. Dude. Yeah, I have I have my kids for spring break, and then we're going to be in New York. That's, um, yeah, I, I mean, I will say, Drew, your your excitement for New York, um, like, it's uh, it's a little bit contagious. And, like, even our, our t like, I like knowing that you're, like, you're extra excited for it, right? Because, like, I will say, like, you know, I just got back from Miami. And for anyone that, you know, for most people that weren't there, I mean, this space is freaking awesome. Like the people that are building and like the, like I sat and listened to a 14 year old explain this project called kids block and how all these things that it's going to unlock from a standpoint of kids creativity. And like I sat in the front row, there was probably 12 people in the audience for like this part where they're doing this talk. And like, I was emotional. I was excited. I was like motivated. And then like, I left that conversation and I was introduced to this guy from MasterCard and MasterCard is, in, you know, infusing a bunch of money, creating this creator economy uh, concept. And they're starting first with Latin America. And they're really focused on um, funding uh, Latin American artists to uh, get their art onto the blockchain. And, like, I left that, like, conversation. 
went and sat down and got to talk to the founder of Goblin Town and uh, with Upstream with AJT. And and I, I don't know, there's just something, I, I share all that because like, like being at these events, it reminds you of like just all the great people and like, you know, because it costs a lot of money. Like let's just be very clear and honest, right? It costs a lot of money and our time and it like kicks our, I mean, like the, the event started at 8 a.m. on day one and the speaker dinner ended at 11.30 on day one. And I was like 11.30 at night, by the way. And then of course, like I have zero self-control. So, I mean, at my GN tweet was at 2.30 in the morning from the pizza place. Like that, like that's how I knew where I was last. Like thank goodness for Twitter and, and a GN tweet. Cause then I was like, oh, okay. At least I, at least that's the timeline I know. Um, but no, I just, I just think it's exciting. Um, Cause I think even if you're not going to events, like, hopefully people are able to take that like energy and like, I mean, I, I think it's a challenge to all of us, right? Like, you know, and I try my best to like, you know, tweet from sessions and quotables and stuff because, you know, this space can get lonely. It can be tough. And, you know, I love what, you know, Mary Beth, what you were saying about, you know, there, it kind of goes in two ways, right? We have to be, we have to be curious and willing to learn while also understanding like, Hey, if there's things we want to be better at, we're going to have to like, invest in that and you know that's not going to come easy and it's also like to your point drew like you know i think it's it's not said enough that if you are like prioritizing your mental health or you're prioritizing your physical health or as much as i give you crap about you know in the sauna or the like the ice bath like you're you're taking your time and you're making like an effort to do that like individually and that should be like celebrated and rewarded right because the status quo and just doing like the same thing every day. Like that's, there's a lot of people that live that way their whole life. Right. And that's, Hey, if that would, would make people happy. But I think, um, you know, for me, like it is just like, it's just like a, a, a win in the sense of like, you know, kind of building on these live events. Cause like, you know, I would say January and February were a little bit more of a like grind disappointment uh, of, of the space. And, you know, and not even because of the market. Right. Cause I, I care a little bit less about the market and more about like, the fundamentals of the technology and what blockchain can unlock and all that kind of stuff. Um, but like today's episode, I did today's episode of the podcast on um, use case for nonprofits and how nonprofits could use uh, NFTs. And it came from like nine different meetings I had in San Diego. And funny enough, I had 11 different ways on my piece of paper written down that, that nonprofits could leverage web three to solve current problems or to create new experiences. And like that all happened because I was inundated with nonprofits for hours after my talk in San Diego. So like, I think that's the part that like excited. Cause like we'll, we'll come back. I mean, for those that don't know, like on the way to the, on the way to NFT NYC on a train is where that daily podcast came from and buying an NFT came from and all this crazy stuff that drew held a gun to my head and, and made me do. And like, part of that is just the fact that like we're in person and we're going to do the, the train again this year. And, and, you know, and run that back and yeah, excited to hang out with everybody and, and hear more use cases and hear more questions. And yeah, if I can give any advice or, or, you know, tips on, on speaking, I got you Mary Beth or anyone else that's curious. I'm happy to share that, you know, wisdom. My, my favorite tip to always give people before they take the stage is to remember that uh, no one goes to an event thinking it's a NASCAR race, right? Because we go to NASCAR races, just hoping there's a crack. Like that's what we hope. Like a NASCAR race is only good if the if the person you win wins or and there's a crash. Like that's kind of what we do. But every person goes to a presentation 
praying and hoping that it's the best damn presentation you've ever given because nobody likes sitting in a shitty talk or, or a boring one or you lose your your notes so the microphone doesn't work. And so I think like that frame of mind to me is like a secret weapon that if you just remember everyone in there is cheering for you to do the best you could possibly do and we're all on your team, it's a lot less scary than a lot of the other shit that we uh, kind of put out there. So, but yeah, happy to help in any way I can, of course. That's a really good uh, insight, fan. So I haven't heard that one from you yet, but uh, it makes complete sense. And I think uh, it's almost like it's people are in the corner. They want to see you succeed. And so I like that one. Um, I want to say hi to a couple more people out on stage. Crypto Rick, uh, probably best mustache in NFTs I've seen so far. How are you? Any wins that you want to share with the team? Hey, how's it going? Uh, love the comment, Drew. I would say I did shape it up a little bit today, so it's looking better than ever. But um, uh, yeah, definitely a couple wins. Started uh in my internship this week with American Crypto Academy, working part time with them while I'm in school. Um, another another win I got uh is I'm building new skills. I'm starting to learn SQL, so hopefully I can start building um my data analytical skills <clears throat> kind of use that with blockchain data and yeah i mean kind of just learning and growing as we go and seeing how the just rocking the world just winning the day yeah it's really exciting and uh, congrats on your internship uh we look forward to hear how that goes and uh how we can maybe even derive some value from uh the overall organization i actually personally have not heard of it so i look forward to uh to having you share a little bit more um fanzo so you know Hey Drew, okay. I, I yeah, I just have to say, Crypto Rick, I took SQL, and I will tell you, it is the the methodology and the 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 actual process of SQL. I still use that in my reverse engineering and the shit that I do today. Like, you know, and I'm old old as fuck now. I'm you know my I, I graduated college in 23 or 2003, uh, and so yeah, we're 20 years out now. Um, but I will say, of all of the like coding and language and stuff that I learned, I still use. SQL and it kind of came full circle. So when you said that, I, I, I think I forgot. I, I don't ever really even mention that, like my, how much that skill set kind of comes into play, even just from understanding, um, like reading the blockchain and understanding some of like the nuanced if this and that uh, formulas that exist in smart contracts. So uh, I tip my hat to you on that one because that's that's a big one that like just from the fundamentals will really be a, a you know a continued game changer moving forward. Yeah, I appreciate it, uh, fans of. Um... It's because I started a database management class in school. I'm a senior in college right now, so just finishing things out. So <clears throat> I appreciate it, Fanzo. And just to be clear, I uh, I failed database twice, um, and then I switched majors because I couldn't pass it. So um, <laughs> I as just like I just gotta be very transparent in the sense of like I still use what I learned. Unfortunately, I couldn't figure out how to pass tests. Um, and back then we they made us. I don't know if they do that to you now, but we had to write everything out and like my attention to detail when writing things out is uh slim to none. Everyone knows me that knows that. So uh, yeah, kudos to you for taking that class as well. Cause uh, I don't miss those days. <laughs> I appreciate it. Fans. Oh. Yeah. Fans. I resonate with that. I am a, I'm a history major from Christopher Newport university because uh, going into my freshman year as a business major. And uh, I just remember, I think I was two classes into business calc and realized that uh this major was not for me. And so I had to go back to what I knew best. And I've always been like a, a history kind of, I've always been attracted to history, but um, there was just something about studying, memorizing that just allowed me to uh, 
maybe spend a little bit more time in other collegiate activities. But uh, Suze, I saw you came up to the stage. I want to uh, see what's up with you, if you have any wins, and then uh, we'll shoot over to Suey too. Yeah, hey, good afternoon, everyone. I'll, I'll keep it short because the kids are just getting home from school. So um, wanted to just kind of follow up with what Mary Beth said. Prior to getting into meta-athletes and – um, you know, really getting to know fans a little bit more. I, I kept hearing like, just do it, just do it. And so getting up and, and trying to be more um, into to speaking into these spaces is something that I'm trying to focus on, uh, trying to learn. Part of the hesitation is that sort of like fans, oh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an older person. I actually graduated college in 98. So I got you by a couple of years. Um, and so at times it seems that this space is somewhat geared towards the younger group at times. So in my mind, even though in my real life, I go out and I do presentations and trainings for people getting on the spaces is a little bit different, but I do have to understand that I do have something to say that I am learning stuff and I may not be talking to the masses out there and educating them, but there may be one, two people out there that whether through be through a tweet, through me speaking on these spaces. Um, it, it might be just the one thing that they need to hear. And it may not even be about education. It may just be they're, they're having, uh, having a bad day or something like that. And um, so that's one win to celebrate. The, the other thing is, um, you know, I, we have accountability in, in meta-athletes and our fitness groups. So today, and I just posted it in, into the Discord accountability channel, where today I started my workout, I got halfway through it and I was like, I'm just not feeling it. I'm done. And I sat there for about 10 minutes and I and it just kept going through my head. Like I can't post in discord that I, that I quit. I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't do it. So I got right back to it and I finished it up. It wasn't perfect again, but I got through it. And that's, you know, that's the, that's the power of the group. And, and um, I appreciate everybody. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. There's uh there's plenty of moments like that, that I have Suze that, um, you know, whether it's community accountability, whether it's uh, Coach B or somebody from the community checking in on me, uh, Dom, Dom is incredible. I don't, I don't think he's here, but um, Dom used to text me every single morning and be like, you know, I was doing this challenge where I'm trying to force myself to uh, hold myself accountable to meditate, journal, and, and train um, each day, you know, just get those practices in for my, for my own, you know, both physical and mental health. And man, he was checking in on me every single day. And if, if I like didn't get it done in the morning and it was like noon and he had texted me, you know, it was just that little bit of like somebody checking in, caring enough to, uh, to hold you accountable that like, it just always shot me back into, uh, you know, getting that, that just bit of motivation to get going. But um, yeah, coach B is another, another huge one where if he's checking in on me and I'm not getting stuff done, it's just like the perfect reminder. And so um, I think it, I totally agree with you, Sue. It's, whether somebody's checking in, you know, with you or you feeling like you're committing uh, to a group and having this group mentality is, uh, is really powerful for keeping yourself accountable. Um, so I appreciate you sharing that. Um, shoot it over to uh, Sui. Sui, you had a big win yesterday. What do you think? Dude, it was a, it was a huge win on Sui Day yesterday. Um, got a little meeting with uh, Devin after the game. Um, it was touch and go. It was 3-1 abs over the Sharks, and then Sharks came back and tied the game up. They go into overtime, and I'm sitting there going, oh, Lord, if the Sharks win, Devin might be so mad he ain't going to come out and say hi. He's going to be so pissed off. 
Um, luckily, Devin got the assist in overtime to win, so the Abs did win. Uh, he came out afterwards, so that was super cool. We talked for a little bit. He actually had one of his youth coaches from Canada came down to watch him play and brought a friend. So um, there were a bunch of us hanging out, talking to him afterwards. So it was super cool. Um, yeah, so huge win. Got to throw a big shout out to Drew. Thank you very much. That was cool that you hooked that up. Um, yeah, it was just a good time. So totally appreciate it. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, Coach B, what do you think? Uh, a couple assists and assists in overtime. Uh, it's pretty on brand for Devon. Right on cue. Hopefully his uh, his play brings us some luck this week. But that's really cool. I saw that assist, and I didn't even think um, – I forgot that Sue was going to the game being a Sharks fan. So hopefully he's now an Avs fan, knowing that, that Devon hooked him up a little bit. Well, I, I told him, I said, you know, I went to school out in Regis in Denver. So – uh, I was an Avs fan when I was out there as long as they weren't playing the Sharks. So if I did have a second team, it would have been Colorado. That's awesome. Yeah, Coach B, that was a cool post. I just I just showed it up to the uh, to the Jumbo um, about the Final Four candidates from, uh, from the Avs. It's really, really cool. It's an awesome post. But um, I also saw KT. KT, I saw you popped up here. How are you? I'm doing good. It's a it, it's a glorious Wednesday. Uh, things are things are ready. Definitely rocking and rolling. We got all kinds of good stuff going on. Around. And my son's playing his first varsity uh, lacrosse game today as a sophomore in high school. That's uh that's kind of big deal for him. And he's just kind of train wrecked some of those kids because he's a beast of a man. That's awesome. I love lacrosse. I played lacrosse in high school as well. But um, yeah, good to have you up here. There's a lot of great people up here. And, um, you know, there, there's not really a, a general agenda that we have for today. I mean, anybody's welcome to come up and share. Um, Mark, I saw you came up here. Uh, would love to shoot over to you. But just anybody else in the audience, if you want to come up, share a win, have a question, um, anything that anybody wants to chat about, feel free to come up. But uh, Mark, how are you? Yo, yo, what's up? I'm doing great. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm good. Good, bro. I just wanted to come up here and share a win that I had. Um, this was last week, not this week, but uh, still Wednesday. <laughs> um, so we, uh, I was able, I'm a photographer and I travel to beach volleyball tournaments all over the U.S. and I take pictures of athletes. And then um, I turn them into collectibles and help turn these. Um, I get all the funding and give it to that. I split it between the photographer um and the athlete so i'm going first and i'm doing these few additions but later on i really want to like scale this and you know help support other photographers and i know it's not a lot but um our additions have gotten 20 minutes total and for me that's just like so exciting um it's a huge win i know it's not like a lot but it's this is the very first one that we're doing of the year and um, i'm just really excited about it because i think this is something that i can like just bring to the beach volleyball community because like you know these athletes they have to work second jobs a lot of times they they don't really know this technology they don't understand it and it's kind of like foreign and scary to them but um, i'm just taking an approach that you know like i just really want to empower the creatives because like as we all know like the the content that we create for these athletes like as photographers and people that do video and stuff like that's the basis of their whole brand and um those people need to be rewarded but like all we really get is like likes and that doesn't really pay the bills or anything so yeah I'm, <laughs> um I, I saw your uh, picture that you just put up here and uh, the stuff that we're creating um looks very very similar um would you mind if i pin to the top yeah yeah absolutely go for it it's really cool and then you know 
um, shout out to you for, for leveraging and, and trying to create the space. And yeah, I know how tough it can be, especially for something so, uh, so niche as that, but, um, yeah, really cool. Great to meet you. Feel free to pin it up there and, um, yeah, let's connect and, and figure out how we might be able to, uh, to send some more eyes on some of your guys' work. But uh, thank you so much. What, 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 I appreciate. What platform are you minting on? So we're minting on Manifold, which is unfortunate because of gas fees, but it's it works. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, fans though, I saw that you're in Virginia. I'm also in Virginia, man. We should definitely connect sometime. I go up to Dallas in DC. I, I play volleyball up there pretty often. Uh, next time I'm up there, we should definitely catch up. For sure. And Drew is uh, on the other side of, of Northern Virginia, so. I'm on the 66 right. side and he's on the 95 side. So yeah, let's, let's Yo, for sure catch up. Let's and do I, something. I, I grew up here on Virginia beach and, uh, I, the beach volleyball world down there. I have so many friends. I volleyball is not a skill set of mine that I, I, I was the surfer that would surf during the the volleyball tournaments, but I, uh, I love that craft. And I, and I think that your, your approach, like as you were saying that, um, I love the idea of, of capturing the moments splitting it back with the athlete and kind of onboarding that way. There's like something really cool and like organic in that, that, that I think is, uh, I haven't heard many people doing that yet. So yeah, I, I, that's why I asked you on, on the manifold side, maybe there's even something we can do with a collab, uh, with the nifty gateway platform that we have, a the ability to curate on. I, I love to, to kind of highlight that on, on nifty gateway as well. And, you know, just get it. You know, I don't, I don't want anything out of it. I just get more eyeballs on what you're doing, but, uh, yeah, let's meet up in person for sure. Bro, I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Like it's it's also hard because a lot of these athletes don't really want to turn into like the whole, you know, show and start like promoting stuff that they don't really understand and that they're not familiar with. Um, so I've been kind of doing most of it just through, through my community and I've been trying to get um <laughs> them come on and do a space and stuff. I'm not sure if that'll work out or not, but um anything I feel like I feel like anything that we do, I think just like highlighting the fact that there's a community here and it doesn't just like, you know, I think a lot of people, because they're not familiar, they don't really understand how tight knit communities really are. Um, and like me, I, I came from beach volleyball way before uh, NFTs and all that stuff. So I've, I've been in that community for so long and like, you know, eventually start going to tournaments and start seeing familiar faces everywhere you go and everyone becomes a friend, it's so tight knit. And the fact that we have this in like Web3, it made me so it made me excited. That's why I started volleyball to like just bring that that we have like what we have in volleyball, like bring web three to it. And I know like if you can really combine this and you have that trust equity built up in the athletes that you're working with inside of like in that community, you can really go really far. And you know, that's kind of my dream, what I'm trying to build out. So yeah, those are my wins. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Yeah, Mark, thank you for sharing. I mean, uh, I know you love it, man. I think it's it's something it's it's used to Drew, Drew, did your microphone go in the sauna? Drew, I think your microphone fell into the sauna. <laughs> yes, oh, now, now, now I think you're back. Now we can hear you. Now you're back. It felt like it was stuck like between like the hot rocks and the walls. So now you fixed it. You're good. Gotcha, gotcha. No, I'm, I'm back. I'm good. Um, yeah, Mark, you'll have to join uh, me and Fanzo's Northern Virginia pickleball team that we're going to be starting up here soon. Oh, bro, I'm <laughs> nasty at pickleball. I'm, not, I'm <laughs> playing my first um, open-level tournament in North Carolina here coming up really soon. So, uh, yeah, I would absolutely love to come up. I, I compete oh, yeah. in tournaments in, in uh, Nova all the time. Oh, let's go, Fanzo. We just found our first coach. That's amazing. We'll yeah, definitely have to link up. Let's be very clear on our, our experience on pickleball. We are both competitive as all hell. Uh, and we're very FOMOing at the fact that we haven't jumped into the pickleball ecosystem. Uh, actually, I have a 
one of my really good friends, the guy who got me into podcasting, uh, Michael O'Neill, hosts a pretty popular uh, pickleball podcast that I that I decided to listen to the other day, and I, then I was even more addicted. Which one? Yeah, Which in. podcast? Uh, I'll I'll figure. Uh, so he's the host of Solo uh, Solopreneur Hour, but I'll I'll find the podcast and, and I'll uh, I'll send you over DM. Okay, dope, dope. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, my girlfriend is amazing as well. She got me into pickleball. We'd love to come up there and uh, teach you guys whatever we know and just play some games and have some good vibes, man. Let's go. That's awesome. Great to meet you, Mark. KT. Yeah, uh, I Mark. I I think what you're doing is cool as hell. Uh, I I played volleyball back in the day, uh, down in Oklahoma, uh, in the leagues, um, and helping bring the exposure uh, and, and get the athletes out in front of people. That's awesome. Uh, I'd love to hook up, chat with you at some point, see if we can help you get the word out as well, just like the rest of the folks down here. Absolutely, man. Thank you so much. That that really means a lot to me. Everyone coming and just helping me and saying the kind words, that, that really does mean a lot. And thank you for the support. Absolutely. I got the I got the name. It's Pickleball Tips 4.0. That's the name of it. Pickleball Tips 4.0. Sorry. Perfect. I'll check it out. Well, there he goes again. Bye, Drew. Go back in the sauna, Drew. He's in the sauna. Ice bath. This is an ice bath with his duck. Oh no, he's coming back. Oh, he's gone. I'm melting. Guys, guys. You're here. You're back. You're here. You go. I took on my AirPods for now. Fanzo, I'm pumped for pickleball, actually. Like, that's not a joke. Like, I, I was watching a game the other day, and their feet didn't move at all. Like, they were just planted in one spot and just back and forth. And so I really think it's a great sport that we can trick people into thinking that we're being really active, but in reality, we're not. I don't know if you've ever seen it before, but it's amazing. I said, dude, I, I've got 15 years of beer pong experience. I think my feet movement in the beer pong have a very good translation over into my pickleball skills. And I think that's actually why I wasn't good at tennis because, uh, I mean, three knee surgeries, I'll use that as my you know general excuse. Um, but, you know, I... You know, there's a reason I chose hockey as my preferred sport. Uh, when I was trying to figure out what sport would be the one I played in college, I was like, which one requires 0.0% running? Uh, and I found one that I put on skates on ice. So pickleball, I feel, plays in that same realm, Drew. So I'm 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 in it for sure. I mean, we play bags. I mean, I think I'm, we're pretty good with uh, cornhole. Uh, that like you know the, uh, that that formation and like kind of repeat body language. I mean, we got this. I even think we can play in chairs. I don't want to like push it too much, but I think I think it's possible potentially like a like an office chair we could roll around a little bit. But uh, we'll see. I'm actually pumped, and we have paddles, so we're good to go. Turi, I wanted to uh, say what's up to you, and uh, and want to see if you have any wins that you want to share with us. Hey guys, hey guys, how are you? Yeah, I have I have a question, two wins to share, and a comment. I kind of start with the comment. I wanna like say thanks because uh, I win the the giveaway for the meta athlete, so now I'm part of the family. Pew 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 pew. That was great. Thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate it. And I have two wins this week. I'm so proud of. Number one, after uh, a few years of being doing content on TikTok about my work, real life work, I just got a sponsor by a by a brand. Pew pew pew. So that was awesome. 
I feel so great about it. And then yesterday we have the very first AMA for my uh, project, Diablitoons, and it was, eh, it was good. We were able to launch the website, so that's another win. And my question is, is there any MMA aficionados, athletes, or like any kind of uh, martial arts uh, enthusiast on the community? I would like you to hit me up so we can do maybe another group band group, like the one that I'm already with, uh, with the community. That would be great. That's awesome, Tori. Congratulations. Love the sound effects. Uh, it definitely plays into the to the celebration and the wins. Um, yeah, let's let's chat in DMs. Uh, I didn't even know that you founded a project, so I'm really excited for you and congrats on that. Um, you know, I think in terms of you know any type of collaborations or athletes, um, yeah, let's just let's take it to the DMs and, and maybe uh, chat about what are the potentials there. But um, really excited, and I'm guessing that's what your PFP is right now. Yes, it is. It is proof of mezcal, mezcal from the rancho to the blockchain. Very cool. Very cool. Well, I love to hear it, man. Um, Really excited for you and look forward to diving in deeper. Like I said, I I actually haven't caught wind of it yet. So um, look forward to doing a deep dive. Um, Cass, I saw you came up on stage. How are you, dude? I'm great. I'm great, Drew. Thanks for having another awesome Wednesday chat. I love hearing all the wins and the positivity and people breaking through past their struggles and all good things. And so, yeah, quick win for me on my side, you know, I've been playing within the NFT space for about a year and a half now, learning different things, getting exposed to awesome communities like meta athletes, holding me accountable, teaching me things, especially you, Drew and Coach B for, you know, chatting with me offline about different things. And so always had a passion of trying to break into this space, you know, work within it, actually have a job, make money. And so, it looks like uh, I've actually broken through and uh, I'm going to be starting uh, working for an NFT uh, platform here in the next week and a half. Not going to say the one just yet. I'll tease that for now, but uh, yeah, super excited. I'm actually going to get a job within Web3. So oh man, that's awesome. Congrats. Congrats. That's, awesome. That's, awesome. that's really, really cool to hear. Is that, so that will replace your full-time job that you have now? That's right. That's right. Oh. So, and that's the thing I've been, you know, struggling where I've been at been at my same uh, company now for five years, email marketing, all sorts of, you know, stuff like that, but uh, really had a passion for this space. And I don't know, I just, I think about it all the time. So I figured why not try and find a job? It's, it's taken a long time, you know, hundreds of resumes, but finally broke through. So super excited. And I start next, uh, not this coming Monday, but uh, Monday after I'll let you all know about it, man. That's incredible. I, I'm really happy to hear that. That's uh, I totally the sentiment is real when it comes to, man, we spent so much time here learning, you know, learning culture, learning the technology, uh, how to build community. And so all the time that you spent to know that it's going to be put, you know, towards something that, uh, that allows you to build for your day to day is, uh, it's a really cool feeling. So, um, man, big shout out to you and testament to your hard work for you pushing out all those yeah. uh, resumes. I know it's a crazy time to try to find a job, uh, especially oh, web three related. So, um, that's incredible for you. That's right. That's right. And look, I think the, the awesome thing that I'll give kudos to you and really everybody in the room is, you know, I've got my resume and IRL, you know, web two, right. That, that helps, but honestly, the resume within web three, um, it really made a difference, you know, just having evidence of, you know, getting involved in communities and NFT projects and, you know, evidence on the blockchain and things like that. So I think really everybody here in this room, um, really helped contribute to that. Cause that was kind of the missing piece. They, they want to see exposure to web three and, I exposed to Web3 is all you. So really appreciate it. 
Yeah, no, that's incredible. It's interesting, Cass. You're actually not um, the first person that has – Coach B, we had somebody, it was last week or two weeks ago, and Suze, I think you saw it too, uh, somebody that was looking to apply for new jobs and use CoachBot in our Discord. Uh, so for anybody that doesn't know, if you hold one meta athlete, you have access to uh, CoachBot, which is essentially a, a ticket support system that allows you to ask our coaches and our coach, you know, expert coaches anything, and, uh, and somebody will get back to you, whether that's regarding like nutrition, diet, training mentality mindset uh whatever it is that you're curious on or or might need a little bit of uh support and coaching on and somebody you know i won't throw any names out there but <laughs> put in there that he was applying for a new job and was looking for like insights tips and advice on applying and interviewing for a new job and it's not what i you know i don't think the team you know was necessarily thinking coach bot was going to be utilized for but um you know some people chimed in and uh this person attributed their success with you know honestly i think it's a little bit of confidence but also just a little bit of assurance of you know their capabilities for finding a new position and uh this person not only was was given and offered a position but uh he also came back to us a week later and was like you know what i think uh i think it's a good job i'm excited for it but um i probably need like a little bit more for this offer to to make sense for me and uh so we chimed back in with a little bit more advice and he ended up getting a a pay bump on the offer and so it was a really cool win within med athletes um but Cass, it's interesting that you bring it up because like i said it wasn't ex exactly the use case that we had uh designed coachbot to be used for but um just goes to show that people can drive value in a, in a ton of different ways and so um i'm glad and and hopefully med athletes was a uh, was a pivotal you know part of you being able to find some of that su success in web3 but um yes yeah, it's, it's really really cool to hear that Fanzo, I wanted to shoot it over to you real quick because you've been rocking the PFP, you've been on a couple of Twitter spaces, and uh, you've been you've now felt the pump that me and Coach B have. It's just like dopamine, just like getting like shot right into our veins. What does it feel like to rock the PFP? And uh, have you seen the pump? Well, I think you know the first part is uh, you were talking about ups and downs. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say and take all the credit, but I believe since I've turned it into my PFP, the chart has only gone uh, towards the moon. Uh, I haven't seen this other version that you speak of. So, I mean, I'm just saying, uh, you know, and, and that credit goes to you because, uh, you know, I, you know, not gonna go, you know, like I, I will say, like, you know, this is this whole space is an emotional piece, right? And uh, I was bitter. I owned three uh, end of Satoshis in my wallet um, and didn't realize that there was a whitelist or a free claim or whatever the hell it was. Uh, I was sick that week, so I don't even know if I would have, um, if I would, when I wasn't sick, I wasn't going to be a part of it. So I think I had a little bit of um, uh, jaded lens a little bit on the, uh, and I will say like last Thursday or two Thursdays ago, whenever it was, um, I remember Liz in the ladies night uh, in web three uh, told she told me about it, and I went in. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna buy one at 0.02, and then I didn't have my ledger, and I was like, damn it! Like, I'm not even gonna worry about it. I'm not even gonna buy one now. Like, I didn't get the free airdrop, so I, it took me a little while to get over that. But uh, I'm I, I, like, there's something to be said about people finding their people, right? Like, I I will say like it's really hard as adults to make friends, but it's also really hard to just find people that like kind of like jam with you. And I and I. You know, I'm from the the camp of like, you know, it's not everything has to be like the everything that we all wanted to be for the space. And sometimes I forget that. So it's been fun. I, I I do like the, you know, Drew found the uh the perfect one here. Whenever you know, Drew Drew likes to tease me about the fact that every NFT that I own 
is kind of like matches my own like life. Like, you know, it always has pink or black and yellow in it as a, as a Pittsburgh Yinzer and as a girl dad, I, I like pink, I like rainbow and I like black and yellow. And, and so like having that rocking that in that realm, um, I'm pretty stoked by, uh, I will say I made it my, um, my PFP with the actual NFT, but this is the first time that, uh, Elon decided to make it a circle, I guess, until they verify, which once again, how ridiculous is the, the concept of NFT verification with wallets is to prove that we own it. Yet I have to wait days for my damn uh, profile to be approved of a change of PFP. I mean, that's a whole nother thing, but uh, Fezzo, yeah, I mean, the, the flexagon is going right now. Oh, it is. Uh, on yeah. my yeah, it's not. Yeah, you yep. got it. You oh, got sweet. It. So that must have just it must have flipped back in. Oh, that's good. Um, I will say you're right with the uh, energy. It, it reminds me of like Lazy Lions uh, Twitter uh, activity, which I, I say that as a massive compliment because I've always felt Lazy Lions did uh, above way, way above average job of like they know how to engage and amplify and like their roar. I mean, Drew, you know this. I mean, actually, I think Coach. Coach B, we were talking about this whenever we were all in uh, in New York way back when. Like, there's something about Twitter communities that they come together, rally behind, and you know have inside jokes and memes and and that side. So uh, I, I did I did hit set reminder for a couple uh, Nakamigos uh, Twitter spaces. Uh, apparently, Drew, you've been uh, you know staying up five hours past your bedtime to be a part of those spaces, which is which is about my normal time. So I think maybe I'll jump into a couple of those tonight, but. Uh, I, I will also say it's a great reminder of like it, there's something fun about being able to to you know change your view or be open minded. Like I, I I told Drew I was cheering for Nakamigos without having one only because I wanted his and Coach B and a couple other of our friends. I wanted their bag Spider. I wanted their bags to do well. Um and like for me, like if this space could win as a whole, like that's what I care about. I just. I really worry about people that are good people getting left holding the bag. And that like really, that really bothers me. Like, like at a deep core, uh, I even had that talk with the Goblin Town people. Like, you know, like I love the Goblin Town project, right? I still hold all of my Goblin Town stuff. I rock all their gear and, and like, I like love the storytelling aspect of it. But if I try to explain to somebody what the hell Goblin Town is and why I love it, like, it sounds like a, something that I like the McMahon, Brian, you're smoking a way too many things for you to like, make goblin town make sense but um yeah i mean i love it and uh, and drew you've uh you don't drink i mean you drank some haspola kool-aid um and we realized that was not the preferred kool-aid um but this kool-aid you've been drinking harder than pretty much uh probably any pfp project i've seen with you in probably six months maybe eight months and to me that just that conviction alone um and you're somebody i trust in this space um from that standpoint like you don't drink a lot of kool-aid uh from a lot of projects you you will you'll you'll hold your guard up in many ways. So, and I know coach B has his in there, which is also just another uh, affirmation and um, you know, not financial advice, but uh, I, I do like this, uh, this Nakamigos and, uh, and we'll see how this continues to roll. And I mean, Hey, I'm only riding it up since I changed my PFP. I'm just saying. I like it. We're going to have to keep it that way. And uh, yeah, Fanzo, it's, it's super interesting to me to, you know, compare to other projects, even other projects that, you know, like they mentioned being about community and they have a good pump. And then like two days later, it's, it's a, uh, it's a fraction of, of value, you know, from a financial perspective. Um, but coach B will tell you, and uh, you know, I told you like, I've been like for the last like week, I think the project's been out for maybe 13, 14 days. I think we're, we're about to come up on two weeks here. I've been so incredibly plugged into this community uh, because to me, it, it really did, um, 
it really shocks me in terms of uh, not only how quickly the PFP was being represented, but, um, you know, I didn't know much about the MF or community. I, you know, you and I have been through a lot in this space and we've seen projects go up to like 10 ETH and you just, you know, it becomes almost uh, unobtainable for, for some of us. And, you know, MFers kind of was that project for me. I was just like, I kind of get it. I think this is going to mess with a lot of my normie friends if I pick one of these up and, and I'll be able to, to rep it. But you didn't have the like inside circle feeling of, um, and Coach B, thank you for, for posting it up to the, uh, to the nest. Um, what I feel that Nakamigos are is, is an extension of MFers, but not necessarily maybe that deep into crypto culture or um, maybe even like a little bit like troll culture. But um, it, it, it's more of a PFP for everyone that MFers really stood behind. And um, obviously the, the EOS or the end of Sartoshi pass that you're mentioning, Fanzo, I mean, I was holding on to that thing for forever. It felt like, and I had a couple of them and um, you know, part of me was just like, I think this guy Sartoshi is uh, there's a lot of historic value behind what he's done, but in reality um, he's built this culture. That's totally unlike other NFT projects in the, in the sense of um, it wasn't just an excuse, right? Being like being unruggable with no roadmap community vibes only um it seems like it's pretty much just like an excuse to rug or an excuse to not pay attention or for the team to put in the work. Um, but this guy, he curated like a lot of experiences, whether it was uh, curating experiences with art, curating experiences with, uh, with how the community should be run through kind of like not really giving the playbook, but like explaining how somebody could have this perspective on why this project is much different than the other project. And, um, yeah, you know, I got into Nakamigos really early. I took some profit and I got to MFers because um, I ultimately believe in it. You know, like there are a lot of projects where I don't trust the founders and I don't trust the team. Um, not really from a, not even just from a execution standpoint, just more of like an intention standpoint. And um, it's really interesting because I know KT, if you're still in here, you know, you messaged on one of my tweets the other day talking about uh, does it does a team or does a project need a founder? And uh, you had mentioned there always needs to be somebody kind of behind the uh, behind the wheel and 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 driving this and steering the ship. But I don't know if it's true because you know there's a lot of movement towards either communities taking over projects, and I don't know how many success stories we've seen with that community takeover. But when the culture is established from like day one, where it's like this is we're here, like we're not going to be reliant on a founder or a team to push it forward, but we're going to be here building what we want to build it's really powerful when that culture is established from day one and it, it, it still lives on like years later. Um, so the MFR community is one that I'm pretty excited to get into, honestly, just because they've been hosting these spaces. Nobody's getting paid, at least from, you know, public knowledge, nobody's getting paid to host these spaces and they're going extremely hard. Like I wake up at 7am and there's a space on and they go to, there's some rooms that they'll go overnight, which I, I know has been done before, but I've never seen it in this type of scale where there's like two to three different Nakamigo spaces going on at a time. It goes into like three, 4 AM, if not overnight. And um, they're just accumulating like tons and tons of energy. And um, honestly, all these rooms are led by MF in, in most cases led by MFers, very intelligent people too. It's not like they're coming in like trolling people or messing around, like very intelligent takes on space, very intelligent takes on and the overall ecosystem. And um I've honestly, it was to the point where after a couple of days of spaces, I was like, I need to get an MFR so I can kind of join this inner circle and connect with a few of these members. And um, yeah, it's interesting because their MFRs are kind of holding down the fort for 
for Nakamikos in terms of generating attention and fans. I don't know if you saw they're number one on the NFT inspect, but I don't know if NFT inspect is like a legitimate, you know, uh, source of information these days, but um, you know, they became the number one represented uh, PFP across all NFTs, as well as had the number one global reach on Twitter for an NFT project. And so, um, you know, we talk a, a lot about creators and the attention economy and, and, uh, and NFTs and, you know, influencers coming in and maybe they have the attention, but they might not have, you know, the intention or um, maybe right team and right uh, business plan to execute. And so part of me is thinking that this like culture from day one of like just vibes, community does what it wants type of feel um, could turn out to be a long-term play. Um, fans, I'm kind of curious what you think about that. I mean, I don't know how much you've dove into MFers or if you've, did you ever hold one before? No, I held, I held the same one three times. Um, like back in, the, back in the day, like, cause of course, like it was, it was pink with like a yellow, um, I, I'll have to pull up the exact number on it. Um, it was one that I liked and I actually liked their, their discord. I remember that I think part of the reason that I ended up, um, ejecting out of, of MFers was there, there was like a, you know, and this was, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with the timing, right? Like there, it was during the uh, female PFP um, kind of explosion, January uh, of 22. And uh, I think for me, there was like a, I, I wasn't sure how they were like supporting that. Or they weren't kind of playing into that side and there wasn't a lot of women on stage. And I, I kind of like uh, kind of pulled myself out that from that re you know, reason only, but I've been a fan of their art and like, just like, I like the, like, I like that entire piece. Like, I, I still hold like Wag Me Army. I still hold a bunch in their, that project, which I think is a, is like a sister part project of, of MFers. And, you know, I, something you said there, I think is, you know, it's funny, it's funny how like this, you know, like a lot of, you know, a lot of, we not everyone has all the context that exists in this space. Right. But like bored apes were a bunch, were a, a, some, some dudes that liked crypto that were bored out of their mind and, you know, on clubhouse and hanging out and decided to create like a, a, a community of group of people that were kind of like the anti anti crypto punks. But like, I remember being in that that clubhouse room and people were explaining crypto punks at the time of being a project of people of good vibes that like pixel art. And like, it was nothing more, nothing less than that. And like, we kind of, I don't know, there, there, there became like this need for, you know, once, you know, utility and roadmaps and, and then once we started getting rugged and then, you know, everybody was sneezing on a project and then like it went through all these different, like all these different, like kind of like uh, uh, ebbs and flows of what the hell we want. And like, I mean, I think meta athletes is the example. And I told you this, you know, I, I will go on record. The, the first day I heard about meta athletes, when I got to talk to you and Kevin way, way back when, and one of my first comments was like, dude, this utility and what is you're trying to build is legit as fuck, but I wonder if it's too early for this Web3 community, right? Like, that was my 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 first thing was, like, I don't know if people are prepared and ready to spend money to improve themselves individually or surround themselves with athletes and individuals that are high performers. Like, that was my first thought, and it was a lot of it just had to do with, like, I knew at that time what people were kind of looking for. Like, even Crypto Dads. Like, Crypto Dads loved the project. It was founded by two people that were not dads. Like just to be very clear on like they were neither one of them were dads. They saw a a, a market gap and were like, oh, well, we'll create a project that's for a bunch of crypto dads. And like the vibes and energy, like not like I mean, I was in that project and it was my aha project for months before I I realized that they were gonna deliver anything. Like there was no delivery of anything. It was like, hey, we're a bunch of crypto dad, we're a bunch of dads 
in this Web3 space that want to surround ourselves with other dads, right? And like that became like a, a thing. And so I think in a way, like, you know, like, and, and even like maybe even, even like my own shade of like, part of it is like there is something to be said about people surrounding themselves with good energy, right? And, and Mike, Mike Mongo, you know, who's, you know, an astronaut and an artist and a big name in the space, when he jumped up on the Twitter space that we host with Time Pieces today, He's doing He's like, Banzo, Nakamigo's in the house. I'm changing my PFP. And I remember being like, dude, like that guy's like bringing the energy. Like, even if it's just for like that, like maybe his and I connection now is a little bit stronger because I happen to be in that PFP. And that's like, that's ROI. That's value in a project. Right. And I see what you and coach B, you know, are engaging and, 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 and talking about the project. And so I think they're for everybody out there. Right. Like, I think this is where that weird world of, um, like, yes, there's money to be made. And the last thing I want to do is have people caught with their, uh, you know, hand in the cookie jar or, you know, buying at the top. And you know, I I messaged you, Drew, like three days in a row. and was like, Drew, how many of them do you have? And how many have you sold? And how much profit have you taken out? Because like, I, I've been there on the, on the flip side of that. And I, you know, wrote it up and then, you know, let, let's just not talk about Mechaverse. And I, I wrote it all, all, all the way down, like as far down as you could ride something. Uh, I rode that damn project, and I will tell you, there was not good vibes, there was not great energy, Discord was nonsense, and yet I wrote it all the way up and wrote it back down. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, hey, it's a win. I, I I love that I was able to jump into it today, and and Drew, that was a you know a hat tip to you, um, and you know I I I will openly say that like we should probably take assessment of like what we're looking for in this space, and not everything has to be a PFP that like the journey that's going to raise funds to do amazing things. Like I love the journey. I love what Travi represents and I don't even think he's in here anymore, but like that, that's a great project that can have some social good element, but there's also something cool about surrounding yourself with good people that are doing good stuff. And yeah, I like the MF, the MFers as a whole has, a, has some good energy. And I'll tell you in Miami, Nakamigos was the center of conversation the entire freaking the four days that I was there at that event. Like, the topic conversation was, and like uh, Ralph, you know, Daily Ralph, uh, who we're friends with, uh, Ralph is deep in, and I think he has that five or six uh, Nakamigos uh, in his bag as well. So like JP Morgan, uh, JPEG Morgan, and them uh, jumped in, right? So I think like you know, yeah, you had to flush out some of the the influencer dirt bags that are just in it to pump and dump, but hey, that's that's no different than any other project. So I'm uh, I'm excited to see the ride this ride now with you guys for sure. Yeah, no, that's a lot of great insight, Fanzo. And um, it's cool that it was kind of uh, talking to town in Miami. And the fact that they, not one Fanzo, they have two community events in NFT NYC. And uh, to me, it's fascinating because this was all done in the last week. Like people found sponsors. Um, of course, like it's a hot topic and people want to get behind it. But uh, the fact that like this just goes back to MFers is nobody's paying people to go out and, and, you know, put on these events, but community members are going out and, and finding opportunities to create community events. And uh, to me, it's, it's amazing. Like there's projects that have done really, really well in the space and they don't plan to be at NFT NYC or any of these conferences. And um, here we go. A project has been building for uh, just about two weeks and has two events in NFT NYC. Like to me, that's, that's unreal. Hey, it uh, reminds, of, reminds me of you, me and yours discussion a thousand percent. After, at Margaritaville, right? When we were, we sat there, we're like, why the been out that the like, crypto dads didn't have an event at that uh, thing? And then like both of us were like, wait a second. If we both believe in this project and ownership, we should have taken ownership and created a meetup our own damn selves. Like I remember 
you and I having that like a like epiphany. I think we both might have even deleted a tweet afterwards because we we might have went from bitching about something to being like, oh, if we weren't willing to own it ourselves, why the hell are we ones that complain? So like that alone, to me, makes it a, is a bullish sign that people are kind of taking up that ownership. And then like I mean, like I said, like even with Goblin Town, like where Goblin, I can't even tell you what Goblin Town floor is because I haven't looked at it in, in a long time. But like I love that like the Goblin Town energy and like people that I meet in Goblin Town. Like there, there's just something about it. Like people like in, in, you know, and the art is the opposite of me. Like I am loud, proud, bright colors, fun, not negative, not, you know, ugly and atrocious, but there's something cool about like, you know, having that, that NFT and having on that unlock. So cool. That's cool. Drew. I'm, I'm looking forward to those events and, uh, and more Nakamigos talk up in uh, NYC. Yeah. I mean, the, honestly, I've been kind of, I've been kind of shouting from the mountaintops because I think that it's a, uh, I think it's going to exceed a lot of expectations uh in terms of more and more attention at nft myc um and i just think that it's uh you know the attention economy is is definitely showing that um it's dictating people's you know willingness to get into the project and um yeah it's interesting you know we we went we shot up really quickly and um dude i mean people tweeting about it twice is uh, incredible to me and um, and honestly, I think it did more harm to the project in terms of floor price than it did help. But it, it all goes back to attention, right? And, um, you know, I think it was an opportunity where people thought it was going to pump, but it didn't. And um, it might be just a time to shed off some holders that don't believe in, in the community. So um, I, I like where it's headed. Um, but you bring up some great points. And I think, you know, Crypto Dads, we, we were able to meet those founders, you know, and, and chat with them a few times. And um, what's interesting to me is, maybe that project sustains if they just continue to have, you know, crypto dad vibes versus trying to launch a game, trying to launch, you know, huge partnerships and um, which sounds crazy and counterintuitive, but the MFers have proven that, you know, if a community is there for it and for just connecting an entertainment value, then uh, there's, there's value that's, that's held there. Right. And um, I mean, the same reason why people play video games, right? Like I don't play a ton of video games, but when I do, it's usually just connect with friends, uh, you know, college roommates, hockey teammates that I've had in the past, just to kind of stay in contact with them. If I, you know, if they live across the country um, and for me, it's, that's just entertainment value, right? That's just connecting value. So how, how much different is that? than being in discord or being on spaces and having conversations with people right so um there's a lot of value in my opinion to be derived from just a community vibe type project but of course meta athletes and a handful of other projects um are trying to prove that you know there's a there's a strong play for utility and um it's it's a business right for some others and so it is interesting but i just don't see it as like a, it needs to be 100 percent utility or it needs to be 100 percent vibes it's uh, if you go look at my, you know, my MetaMask, there's a handful of projects that um, you enjoy the art, you enjoy the communities. Uh, there might be opportunities. Uh, I see Mikey down there in the audience, like CPG Club. Um, I totally see them as a lot of, you know, marketing and professionals that have great networking opportunities and fans. So I think we're going to be going to chill with them up in uh, in NFT NYC too at, at one of their uh, happy hour events. But um, there's just like a different piece of value that somebody could derive from any project and. Um, yeah, if crypto dads didn't have you know strong utility, then maybe they're not setting up people for disappointment and uh, and expectations. I'm not saying that they what they did was wrong or right. I just it's a it's a perspective that you know I didn't really have too much of um, prior to really diving deep into the MFers community and, and what Sartoshi has built. But um, it's powerful, you know. Like I think Nakamigos is a prime example of uh, of how a community can be built on just community and vibes. 
And uh, there's no announcements, right? The only thing that they announced was that they aren't Yuga Labs and they're not Larva Labs. Um, and so to me, it's kind of being upfront with the community. It's not setting an expectation of, of massive disappointment when something like that comes out in the future, when maybe they're their higher, flo higher floor price. Because um, that's what we saw with Goblin Town, right? And um, so I think it was really smart. I think these people know what they're doing in terms of setting the right expectation as well as, um, in my opinion, you know, a certain set of values to kind of come out and put out that truth right away. But um, yeah, it's one of those things we'll, we'll just have to see how, how it plays out because this space is just so unpredictable. But um, anybody else, uh, Fanzo, Mary Beth, Coach B, or Subes, or Turi, anything else that uh, you guys want to chat on? I just want to share one thing about the Nakam Nakamigos experience. It's that I've really been able to feel and I think it relates to to coaching and relates to culture or relates to just, you know, just being part of a like a successful team is is the energy is absolutely contagious. Um, and that's something that, you know, on the outside of the weight room that of our weight room at, at where I work, it says be responsible for the energy you bring into the space. And we'll tell everybody, like, don't bring negative energy in here because it's not going to help you get better. Um, don't bring negative energy in here because it's not going to help the person to your right and to your left. And just experiencing some of those Nakamigos um, Twitter spaces or even just the engaging with the, with the tweets and engaging with the individuals that in the different group chats, the vibes or uh, I, I just like to call it the, the energy, the positive energy who, who owns the Nakamigo is absolutely uh, positive through the roof. And everything that's happened around it because um, – the influencers were not involved, and I think that they took they took that personally because they weren't the, their bags weren't able to be filled. And they took it out on everybody that was in Nakamigos and just kept spreading negativity. And it's the power of positivity was absolutely incredible over the last day or two. And I, I'm gonna not gonna lie, it, it when you're in it, it is definitely a little stressful. And it's definitely a little confusing because you don't know which way to go and you don't know what necessarily to do. But when you're around a lot of positive people, it can uplift you and kind of help push you in the right direction. So I think the, the thing that I've appreciated the most is the, the presence of the positive vibes and the positive energy and how it's really kind of created that momentum for the, that we're seeing today and, and I think beyond too. So and I know I check in with you, Drew, all the time. I said, is this, is this a good time? Is this a good time? And you you reassure me with your positivity. Yeah, it's one of those things. I think energy is totally contagious. And, um, you know, the the fact – I honestly think it's a byproduct of it feeling like a movement. And um, it's almost like uh, – it's almost something you don't want to talk about because it's something that's been said so many times, like, oh, early board eight vibes or uh, the community is the strength behind it. Um, it's one of those things though, like you, until you're in there and you feel it and you kind of see for yourself, like I wouldn't be talking about it as much and tweeting about it as much, or I even flipped my PFP for a couple of days. Um, if I wasn't in the space of 24 seven in, you know, 10 different group chats, um, there's two unofficial discords, there's events going on. Um, you know, it, it's so easy to dismiss something as like, oh, I've seen this story before. Or, I know how this one ends. Um, I think that's a really easy way and kind of like an easy path to take because you might be true in most cases. Um, but there's just something about, and Fanzo and Coach B, you know this too, like I'm a total optimist. And um, 
at least most of the time, I'm a total optimist. And I like to see the good in everything. And um, so part of me is just like, you know, trying to be realistic about it, but also understand that um, what if this is, what if this is the, uh, the PFP for the people, you know, 2023 when everybody missed out on punks and board apes and some of these early on projects, um, there's a wave of people. And I think a lot of people here that, you know, at least that I know, um, maybe were around during like the, the board ape, you know, era, but didn't take any action or execute. And uh, obviously we all missed out on generational wealth, but um, I think for us, there has to be a new wave at some point, right? Like when I think about marketing or I think about culture, um, things change every two to three years, even maybe every year, you know, like small iPhone, huge iPhone, small iPhone, and it just like continually changes like tight pants, loose pants. And then we have like different types of artists and musicians and rappers. And uh, every two to three years, something comes out and the previous generation is like, what the hell is this? This is, you know, this is going to take away the attention that, you know, it's something that I've been paying attention to for such a long time and I value. And it might be an, uh, an artist or a rapper that you just have no idea what they're saying, but there's a new generation of people in a wave that came in that, you know, generally appreciate that, uh, the new wave of things. And so why wouldn't this happen in NFTs? And like, why wouldn't there be a new PFP that people can kind of get behind and, and kind of um, create their own wave versus try to get on the wave that was generated before? Um, so I don't know if that makes sense to you, Coach B, but that's kind of how I'm viewing this as like a, a generally as a movement. Uh, you know, I think people, I think there's a lot of excitement and will it die out as floor, as the floor price dies down um, potentially? But I was thinking about it earlier today. If, if the floor pro, if this thing did go to zero today, I would probably stack up on a bunch of them. And um, I cannot be the only person that feels that way, right? Um, I, I know that there, in fact, there's, there's hundreds of people that probably feel that way of like, if this goes to zero, I'm going to like dump on the way out. There, There's a ton of group chats where people are talking. I know that talk is, you know, pretty cheap when it comes to, especially this world and, and financial gain and, and losses. But um, if it truly did go to zero, I would probably go scoop a, a ton of assets that I like and traits that I like. Um, as long as the community still, you know, hosts spaces and builds and, and is looking to do events. Um, if that does die out and the community doesn't take that type of like accountability for continuing to push the project, then I think it would be a different story. But um, that's why I think that it's a little bit different. I think that there could be a, a PFB that kind of unites a lot of good people and, um, what's so funny about this space, it's so small that we join these projects and we get plugged into these group chats and discords that, uh, that, that we're people that we already know, right. We're already chatting with these people all day and now we're just chatting, but in a different group chat. And, um, it just makes you think like, what if, what if Nakamigos with its kind of lore for, you know, crypto art with it being built by West coast NFT, um, and honestly, it being an anonymous, you know, founder type project that doesn't have a lot of high expectations for utility in the future. Uh, why couldn't this be a PFP that everybody that, you know, generally believes that it could be the next project to join in and to engage with? Um, but also, Coach B, we don't have to make this an Alchemico space because I think there's plenty of those <laughs> going on. But uh, you're right. Yeah, it's a, it's a great conversation to have, though. And I, I love hearing. I know fans had to drop out, but uh, love hearing from you guys. Uh, just curious, Mary Beth. I don't think we've chatted about this. I'm just kind of curious. What's your uh, what's your perspective on it? I don't have one. I'm actually a bystander, figuring out whether I should even have FOMO. Is that fair? That's very <laughs> fair. Yeah, that's yeah. absolutely yeah, that's, fair. That's, that's fair. Have you listened to any spaces? Do you know anything else besides what Drew and I have been saying? Um, most of it, I've I've heard from you guys, and that's why I'm like, oh shoot, should I have like 
you know, acted a little bit more quickly on that one. Um, but yeah, I, I was just looking at, you know, people, the mints or not the mint sites, like um, marketplace and like looking at other people's tweets. I was like, well, it looks like I missed the boat on that one. It's a tough spot. Like sometimes I don't know. Like when I hear really, really good things about it, like like Coach P, when you were just saying like everyone in the community has been so positive or really awesome, I was like, oh man, is this like a mix of a productive, positive community with a hype community? That's different, you know? Um, but I that's just where I stand. I'm still a bystander. Um, but I'm also trying to practice like, like, like I'm going to be real with people. Like I, I don't have like the extra like thousand or two to like randomly buy everything. That's awesome. Even if I really want to. Right. So, um, you know, I have to, I'm just, you know, trying to make the best judgment ever. And I'm just sharing that out loud because I know that there are people like who might be scared, you know, to share that or admit that. And that's okay. Like, it's just reality. Um, sometimes we get the good ones, sometimes we don't, you know, and, um, yeah, and it's just okay. 1000% Mary B. I think it's, um, it's one of those things where, you know, me and coach B have been kind of living in it and we're extremely excited about it. And, uh, but we also have to realize that, you know, families come into play, other priorities come into play. It might not be, um, as feasible or as easy to make a decision on, you know, throwing around those types of funds. Um, but Soups knows that we shared it at point zero eight, and, uh, he loves that in the meta athletes chat, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> Terry, I saw, I saw you threw your hand up. So I want to shoot over to you before we close up for today. Bro, I'm still trying to recover because I also hold two Sartoshi, uh, end of Sartoshi, and I didn't know about it, so I didn't, I, I miss it. I fucking miss it, so I'm just, damn, still crying on the inside. On the bright side, um, I don't know if, maybe I shouldn't bring it up because I don't want to tell you if you missed another one, but um, there was a, uh, a pre-mint link for the next piece of art. Did you miss that one too, or did you get down the, the, uh, the raffle for that? No, I was able to do that one. Nice. Yeah, I, I did it. Yeah. But am I still trying to recover because I really want to make a meal right now? Absolutely. Yeah. Me and Fenzo both uh, held an EOS pass and we both missed, missed the boat on it. Um, and so you know, one of the things that is interesting to me is there's going to be more drops for, for the pass. And so, uh, Turi, I think I, I, don't, I think the last time I checked, it was probably like a 17,000 supply. Like there's a ton of those open editions that... Uh, that were minted um, and maybe there was just some kind of burning mechanism between then and now. But um, I think that that's a pass, like that pass itself could, could turn into something of value over time as well. So um, I don't think you missed the boat on everything. I think there's more coming with uh, different crypto art, you know, in the future for, for opportunities to either earn raffle or uh, maybe another project that comes out, but it's uh, Sartoshi is one that I've heard so much about in the space and I never really did a deep dive until as of recent. And um yeah, I feel like I missed out on a ton. I feel like um, a lot of these projects now are trying to build IP and build community around lore that is, you know, totally manufactured by the team. And, you know, similar to like trying to develop, you know, a storyline for a movie, a film, a series, a book. Um, so there's there's nothing wrong with that. But um, what MFers and Nakamigos feels like to me is like we're kind of like living in the story of Sartoshi and we're like in the lore itself and living through it real time. And to me, that's that's the most interesting part. So, um, yeah, I don't I don't see Nakamigos as a flip for myself. Uh, I have a uh, I have a very very comfy hoodie, Coach B. I know you like that, and uh, I also picked up an MFR, and those are two that I plan on holding for a long time because I kind of want to live through the uh, through the lore of Sartoshi and to see where it takes me. But um, 
anybody else, anything that you want to add, or if anybody wants to come up, we'll, we'll keep it over for a few more minutes before we close up. But um, yeah, I think this is a great conversation. I'm glad Fanzo came in here to, to chat a little bit too. And um, awesome to have new people come in here and share some wins. But uh, Suves, B, Mary B, Turi, anything else you want to leave? No, all set. Thanks for everybody for sharing. No, I'm just going to live vicariously through you and uh, Coach B with the Nakamigos, I think. There we go. I'll keep sharing then, Suves. Lima, anything you want to add? Big wins? Anything going on What's in your up, life brother? you want to share? Can you hear me? We got you. Uh, yeah, no, uh, my big win is I actually had the courage to get out here. I'm out in Hollywood right now at uh, WealthCon and uh, doing a lot of learning uh, professional-wise. And, um, yeah, I'm going to be taking this next-tier venture as I transition uh, from things with Towson. But life's good, brother. That's awesome. Is uh, is today the first day? Uh, yes and no. Is the yet uh, first day for general admission? Yesterday was day one for MVP and um, VIP people. So I'm working the Tykes booth in the back. I got here yesterday. Uh, we got one more day after tomorrow, or after today. Well, obviously you're VIP. Ah, so that's awesome. It, <laughs> if, if Fanzo was here, he would tell you to uh, to just go out and meet as many people as you can. Those I, I, honestly, that's one that I was I wanted to actually make out because I know you mentioned it to me before. Um, yeah, there's a lot of really interesting people building, you know, all across different industries that looks like it, are attracted by that event. But um, it's not just a it's not an NFT like types thing, right? No, it's a, it's a no, yeah, no. This is like there's real estate people here. There's um, pure entrepreneurs. There's social media people, um, and that's like that's what I'm starting to learn. You know, some of the social media side. I met one of. Um, the people on Ryan's team within the wealthy creator. So content creation, just helping me out within stuff that I'm doing for strength coach network. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been, you know, educational, uh, on that aspect. That's awesome. Did they, did Ryan end up launching that secondary PFP? Yeah, he did. He, he unleashed the, or excuse me, the second collection is called unleashed. Um, and so he's been going through that whole process with everybody. Um, and yeah, he's got the OGs. He's got the Unleashed out right now and uh, been helping people actually mint because it's almost been a year now, Coach B, that uh, you educated me on how to be in the NFT Web3 space. And now I'm helping people out. That's it. And I, uh, Fanzo, hey, I don't forward. know if you're still not here, but if you listen to the speaker, I, I have my uh, NFT 365 fanny pack on as I'm being the NFT guy in the back of this conference. So. That's awesome. Hey, Dustin, you're definitely going to have to take a picture and we'll send it over to Fanzo. Sounds good. But, uh, dude, that's awesome. I hope you have a great time at, uh, at WealthCon and make a lot of great connections. And uh, yeah, share. Us, I want to I learn a little bit more about, uh, about some of his NFTs. I think that guy's, uh, he does a lot of things really well and um, obviously has a, a really, really good handle on you know, building an audience and, uh, and generating you know, use case utility for NFTs. So I didn't even know the other one uh, was, was launched. And so um i'm about to go check it out and see what the uh see what the entry is yeah he's uh his stuff's on it's on looks rare it's not on uh open c so if you needed to go check it out but um proudly repping the meta athletes out here too so that's awesome we appreciate you but um yeah Liam, i think for coming up and sharing i think we're gonna close with the space coach b i know that uh you guys have a busy couple of days coming up trying to win a championship or should I say about to win a championship? And uh, we, I think the whole Met Athletes community agrees with me when the, we're all going to be Bobcat fans for the next couple of days and uh, look forward to uh, to seeing you guys advance. You guys have first game tomorrow, right? 
tomorrow at 8.30. I think it's on the ESPN or ESPN2. We play Michigan. So we're going to have our hands cut out, um, hands um, full with the with Michigan and then whoever we see on Saturday, if we're fortunate enough to get there. But appreciate all the support. Absolutely. You going to try to get a little bit of beach time tomorrow morning? No, I'm kind of a pool guy. I don't I don't like sand getting everywhere. And um, yeah, I think if pool is probably the closest thing that we can get to right now. That's fine. As long as you're uh, as long as you're enjoying that that sun while you're down there. But um, yeah, man, really look forward to spending some time with you up in uh, NYC. And it's crazy. It's like right around the corner. But um, appreciate everybody for coming up and uh, and sharing and everybody for listening. Uh, looking forward to chat with everybody soon.